Hello everybody and welcome to the Cane and Rinse podcast, volume 12, issue 560. And today we're going to talk about Yakuza 5. Joining me, Leon Cox, in this issue, I think it's a returning team from Yakuza 4. If, unless I'm much mistaken, we have Brian Edwards. Hello, hello. We have Leah Haydu. I assume we've all brought our tearaway suit jackets and, and shirts for our, <laughs> our big four-way fight on the I've roof had the f- after this. I've had the full back tattoo done, yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. And Mikhail Crowder. Kagate koi! Daga! Ryugagotoku 5, Yumei Kaneishimono, which translates to Like a Dragon 5, Fulfiller of Dreams. Mm. Mikhail was just commenting before we started recording about the, the high presence of yume in this particular story yeah it's a theme very much so yakuza 5 is the title in the rest of the world as we knew they kept it for one more game after this before adopting the like a dragon name internationally what is it if you don't know by now it's a third person crime fiction melodrama soap opera bromance rpg brawler with dancing and singing and pool and baseball and oh, and lots of other mini games that we'll talk about. It's a sequel. It's the fifth entry into the mainline series. And unless I'm very much mistaken, it's the sixth podcast on the series that we've done. We'll issue a spoiler alert. There's quite a lot of story. And hopefully the panel are qualified to talk to you about it. Sort of. Uh, <laughs> I don't know that I can make it make degree. sense, but I can tell you what happened. <laughs> That's fine. That's all we need. So uh, where were we up to in terms of uh, histories with the game? Uh, this one is, I think, by almost anyone's reckoning, the biggest game in the series yet, uh, which may have played into the way we've played it for the show, uh, cutting it fine in some cases. But Brian, how about you? You were the one who warned me that uh, I might need to set aside a bit more time for Yakuza 5 than I had for previous entries. Yeah, I just could feel that like heftiness to it as I was going through it. Um, I started it in December, and I didn't finish it until the first week of February. I, I slow played it, though. I was, I was kind of drip-feeding it over time. Um, really wanted to take my time with it um, because I've been on a few of these Yakuza shows now, and, and through the shows and recording and playing these games for the recording i've kind of become like a gigantic yakuza nerd now like i'm, I'm currently wearing an ichiban hoodie from yakuza like a dragon <laughs> oh. like i'm like i'm yeah. Yeah, oh. I'd, I'd, yeah it's it's become one of my things for sure so i was really eager to get into it um but i wanted to give myself enough time to savor it and as i was doing that i realized oh man this is this game is huge so that's mm-hmm. when i sent you that slack message but um yeah my game clock uh according to um my in you know, in game save time was sixty one hours when I rolled credits on this one, and I pre- the better part of a month I'd say I played it over, you know, kind of dipping in and out of other things at the time. But yeah, I did most of the sub stories. I think the only sub stories I have left to do are the there's two in Kamarocho, and then there's like a final group sub story I did not complete. And yeah, um, played it through uh, for the show, and I uh, like I said, finished it at the beginning of February. I've gone in the last week or two and just kind of poked around and done a couple things, and and maybe did a few more certain mini games of a certain style that we'll talk about later and yeah um had a... and now you've completed 14 percent of the, <laughs> of the entire <laughs> yeah game yeah i want to say my complete completion percentage was at like 41 or 42 when okay. i when i completed the game and and that was with me feeling like i had done a lot of what there was to offer so um reasons to go back in should i so choose uh what format did you oh, play sorry, on? Uh, xbox series x i played the remastered version okay okay uh leah I know you are 
uh, you were definitely someone we call a fan of the series oh, up yes. to this point. Is this is this your first time though on on five? It is. Yeah, I got the same warning, but uh, it didn't do me any good because I <laughs> thought that I had set aside plenty of time. Yeah, I I really did, and like Brian, I did most of the side stories. Uh, when I started to kind of run out of time, I I critical pathed it a little bit more and um, did not do the sub stories in the uh, final uh, individual character chapter, as we'll talk about how that's structured. But I did a lot of the other side stories. I don't know what my completion percentage is, Mm. but my completed time was something in the like 45 to 50 hour range. So I still Mm -hmm. put a pretty hefty chunk of time into this game. Um, yeah. But I, I could definitely do more, I think. I, I, I did really enjoy it, and um, I might go back in. This is my first time playing it, though. I did not play the original release on the PS3. Oh, okay. mine was, I, I played uh, the PS4 collection version on a PS5. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. Which I think at the time of recording, I don't know if this is now a permanent thing, but probably not because they take stuff off, but it is currently part of the ps plus mm-hmm. one of the tiers of playstation mm-hmm. plus ongoing library game pass equivalent uh and it has been in game pass yeah i was gonna say is it still well. on game pass yeah xbox more, game sure. pass? Okay. four five and six are still game nice. pass. They took still off, there okay yeah, zero yeah. one two and three but yeah uh, okay okay uh now mikhil uh so yes you weren't warned sorry about that that's i blame brian um, <laughs> so do I. I, f- I feel like the uh the character in a typical yakuza plot you know that's ha- is completely out of the loop near the ending near the unfolding you're the baseball be, guy I, I, yeah i have to get the exposition dump just uh laid on top of me you know <laughs> so yeah what happened uh you you've uh, not for the first time for kane and rinse even though you have a busy life and a family and a, another job and you're developing a game yeah that's, uh, that's, my, managed... that's my yume that's uh that's one I'm yeah <laughs> trying Indeed. to uh trying to fulfill yeah but you managed to somehow cram in a uh get at least get to a credit roll for us yeah yeah for sure um the thing was um you know originally with this game uh i was I might, it might have been after playing one on the ps2 uh, that I was just building uh, my collection of the, the rest of the Yakuza games. And then I found that 5 was never printed on a disc for PS3. So, uh, not outside of Japan. No, not outside of Japan. So I uh, I downloaded it and then, you know, of course, would get to it later. And uh, the short of it, uh, yeah, I, two weeks ago, I found out like, oh, the Yakuza 5 recording is coming up fast. I better start playing. <laughs> Uh, you know, usually they're like twenty, thirty hours if you uh, if you don't want to completely uh, yeah. chew the flavor out of them. Um, so um, yeah, that turned out to be a little bit more hefty. Uh, and and, and I, I did. I mean, everybody's busy, right? Everybody. We're all grown ups here. We're all yeah, a busy life. Uh, but uh, yeah, there was a lot a lot going on in my life as well at the same time. So I might have missed a couple of hours of uh, sleep, but uh, I'm here now and I made it to the credit roll just today, actually. Just a couple of hours ago, I finished it. Yeah. yeah. Well, thank you for that. Yeah, I, I I set aside myself some time. I've done this a few times for the podcast over the years and for myself. It's, it's hardly a selfless act, but I have taken some time off work from my annual leave to play a game in advance of a show. And uh, and that was uh, this was one of those that I did. Mm. But even that, even with the week off, 
um, yeah. I still it was still a bit of a, a squeeze. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it definitely took me up until Friday to uh, to see the credit roll. And yes, my completion percentage is around 15 percent or something. Um, there's loads and loads of stuff I haven't done. But, you know, I I, I did a, a bit of everything. Or, uh, apart from maybe some of the thing, you know, some of the kind of the board games and gambling games and things like that that I'm not into and I've seen before. Um, yeah, I guess about uh, 30 to 40 hours for the story myself. Um, and I did do about half of everybody's side stories, I think, because I, I do find it difficult to walk past a question mark on the map. Yeah. <laughs> it's physically uh, painful for me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. yeah. yeah. And, and to be fair, also often you get into some interesting situations and uh, some, yeah. some funny like side plots and everything yeah for sure yeah. uh yes and i also played the playstation 4 client on the ps5 for what it's worth so yeah more about it uh ryuga gotoku studio obviously made it um possibly the first title that was fully developed under that name i could be mistaken The game was uh, developed as something akin to being a reboot and dubbed was dubbed as a new Yakuza by developers with the goal of having one of the greatest scripts and scenarios in the series history. In addition, the game was developed on an all-new graphics engine. The game was seen as a fresh start for developers who treated Yakuza Dead Souls as the end for everything developed for the series up to that point. Uh, you know, story-wise, it's definitely far from a reboot, but I do think uh, it's a bit of a fresh start in the chronology of the games uh, on release where they really try to expand on the the regular you know bread and butter gameplay of the series because uh, i have i have to say that mm. even though it felt very much in line with the previous games uh, i was impressed by the amount of variety per uh per part you know per character sure. part uh, that, yeah, that was yeah. in there uh that i didn't see that coming how You know that I was all of a sudden I ha I start I started to have to have to do dance battles and you know yeah, I, I right. started to have yeah. to do rhythm games and everything as the uh, sort of the core driving mechanic of that part. So yeah, it was uh, that was pretty impressive still. It was released on the PS3 in Japan December the fifth, two thousand and twelve, but then was subject actually to the longest delay between the Japanese and worldwide releases of any of the internationally released games in the series at 1,097 days, three years and a bit. There's an awful lot of content in there to localize. <laughs> That's a very good point, yeah. Uh, December the 8th, 2015, it arrived worldwide, but digitally only, as we said, in the West. Then just uh, four years later, or even less, the remaster PS4 version came out and arrived in uh, the rest of the world in February 2020. That's the, as with the previous ones, 1080p, and this one's 60 frames a second, and with a retranslated English script. So Mikhail's localization will be will have been slightly different to ours. Mm. I don't know how much reworking they did to it. Yeah. Reviews-wise, the original PS3 version received uh, an 83% Metacritic score from 34 reviews. The remastered version has an open critic score of 82%, uh, recommended by 92% of 12 reviewers. So not much in that. So let's get into the story as gigantic and sweeping and sprawling and epic as it is, as well as uh, talking about the characters and the cast 
In December 2012, Kazuma Kiryu left his past as a quote, legendary, double quotes, legendary Yakuza, and his place of peace in Okinawa. He now spends his days as a cab driver in a corner of Fukuoka's red light district, hiding his true identity, all for the sake of fulfilling the dream of an important person. However, a disturbing atmosphere begins to drift through the supposedly well-balanced society of the Kanto and Kansai Yakuza, emerging as a plot to drag all of the Yakuza organisations in Japan to war, wouldn't you know it? In order to protect the dreams of his loved one, Kiryu is drawn into the vortex of battle once again. This is the story of four men and a girl chasing their dreams in five major <laughs> cities in Japan, presented on the largest scale of the series yet. And it says at the end of this official blurb, complete the Dragon of Dojima's journey. Not quite, and, though. Yeah, and yet. no, not, not yeah. actually. <laughs> not take, not take yet the final fight. we say dream. Yeah. Finish the fight. Jobo Bonobo from our forum says, this Yakuza has the most playable characters, most locales to roam in, a massive supporting cast of characters from Sejima's prison gang to Kiryu's taxi crew to the talent agency of Dinah Chair. I welcome all these changes. I like Kamarocho, but the change of scenery for most of the game is greatly appreciated. Even Sejima having a shaved head was a big improvement on that awful mop he had in Yakuza 4. <laughs> Shinada is also a great addition to the roster, being an interesting mix of a perpetually broke sleazebag with a strong childlike enthusiasm for his passions in life. Him handling weapons that never break are also a fantastic uh, so I guess we go by, uh, it's very neatly divided up as the previous game, but there's more of it even than, than Yakuza 4. Uh, so this time, because I think, in, as I recall, in the previous game, you had four characters, four chapters each, and then one final chapter. But in this one, you've got five characters spread over four separate kind of stories, yeah. and then a full four-chaptered final story, saga, situation. Um yeah. Let's start with Kazuma Kiryu. Leah, I know you're a big fan of the, I of the am. big lunk. So, uh, he's a so, good boy. Uh, <laughs> he's mostly good, except when he's giving people life-changing uh, injuries. Well, um, you know, he, he's also <laughs> been life-changingly injured many times, and he's fine. <laughs> uh, so where do we pick up with Kazuma? And, and yeah, did you enjoy his saga in this uh, installment? Yeah, I mean, for me personally, yeah, I, I, he's, I, I know that it is kind of, it, it's a slow start a little bit because we already know Kiryu, we already know kind of what his situation is. He's obviously in a different part of his dream journey um, mm -hmm. than than he previously was the last time we saw him, but you know we're kind of getting that that backstory and just kind of easing back into this world and and i you know i i think it's it's as expected but i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing here it, it's it's gameplay that you're familiar with so you're prepared I, I think it was smart to start with kiryu and not like end with kiryu well i mean you you end with kiryu anyway but um but i i think that having it bookended with kiryu is is a good move because you know it, it's comparatively he is not that much of a physical presence in this game no. and that's what a lot of people are going to think of at this point in the series because i mean we have played as other characters and some of those other characters are characters that we will again play but you know he's kind of the face of the series 
so to speak. And, and yeah. I, I, I like that. Yeah, you get the idea also. Like, uh, you know, sometimes I feel like they want to tell different stories in that world. Mm-hmm. But, you know, the fans would, wouldn't let them leave Kiryu out. Not until uh, the, the Like a Dragon game series now, you know. Um, so because in many ways, I feel like his story has already been told, you know, about him living as a... Uh, organized crime life behind and, and everything and the struggles that come with that and it's it's like yeah a, a lot of his like let's say his his full dramatic arc is kind of behind him and they sort of keep ringing ringing something out of it uh, all the time would you say that every time he's out they drag him back in <laughs> i i did i was thinking that but i didn't want to say it but thank you for saying it Leah. you're welcome yeah. <laughs> i i i really like the slow start to this game just because um it does personify him like really trying to leave everything behind, you know, like that first taxi mission that you're, you're forced to go on and you're stopping and starting and following traffic directions and someone is telling an annoying story in the cab and distracting you as you're almost hitting pedestrians like it. It's it's drab, right? It, it's it's dull. It's it's very monotonous, very routine. I think it does a good job of kind of selling the fact that Kiryu is really trying to make a go of just being like a normal yeah. dude um a guy. now that i, I mean i, I like sh- how he te- they have to give him like teach him like social social classes also like oh you're supposed to talk to the passengers in the car <laughs> yeah, exactly. and stuff like that you know you're yeah. supposed to be nice to them and whatever yeah. uh, i mean unsurprisingly he very quickly is racing the spangled meteor on the freeway <laughs> at about 110 <laughs> yeah. miles an hour um but yeah. but it, he it moves does, on the freeway yeah it does it does start <laughs> It gives it gives that start that really does make you feel like he is attempting to leave this life behind, and maybe it's working. You know, for once, it seems like it might be working. And then, except for the uh, fact that there's a woman throwing herself at him in his apartment, and he's just like, "Oh, uh, what do I do?" Uh... <laughs> Good job, Kiryu. Good job. That's, Dummy. I think that's what people find attractive about him. <laughs> he is pretty clueless. Yes. His obliviousness. Yeah. yeah, it's attractive quality. Uh, Tiger. Seijima? Your guy, your man. Uh, so, Taiga Seijima was, yes, one of the playable characters in the previous game, uh, back in prison. Uh, Tolkien Taters, to start us off, says, I was surprised how much I liked Seijima's prison arc, even though the hunter village part was a real slog. I loved that it took a whole chapter for Seijima to figure out changing his outfit slightly would let him evade detection. <laughs> then he immediately takes it off because that somehow stands out more than looking exactly like Tokyo's most wanted. <laughs> Kitakata giving importing important info right next to a window did make the assassination attempt pretty obvious. Mm. Also, Seijima and Kiryu's early sections having similar reveals was a little disappointing. Yeah, totally agree about the window thing. I, I, yeah. I mean, maybe that just says something about us playing these kinds of games too often or, or consuming this kind of media too often. But um, yeah, he's yeah. like, yeah, we're going to go, we're going to go somewhere else to talk about this. And then they're in this deserted office right next to a gigantic window. I'm like, well, somebody's getting shot. You, <laughs> That's not, <laughs> yeah. that's not going to work. Yeah. And I already knew who it was because uh, the, uh, the culprit already said like, Oh, I got to check something out. I'll uh-huh. be, I'll be right back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, oh, way to Baba be, John. way to be obviously, yeah. obviously <laughs> fake. Yeah, <laughs> I uh, so the the only um, the only observation Tolkien Taters made there that I disagree with was the uh, hunting hunting village being a real slog because mm. this is easily the side story that I 
put because oh, they're side stories and sub stories, right? So those are different things. Yeah. Like each character yeah, has their own sure. side job, essentially. Yes, um, they do. Yes. Um, the hunting one. Well, I will say that mechanically, it has some issues. It is mm. very time consuming, trudging through the snow and checking your traps. I absolutely. You can get upgrades, to, yeah. right, to run about faster. You sure can. I I love this section. Right. I, yeah. I after the minute, and this is again, I'm not. I'm, I'm trying because I have real criticisms of the game, particularly with the story. But when they get done snowmobiling out of prison (laughs) and then he has a fist fight with a bear like that. And not not just any old bear. Yeah. Yama Oroshi, the legendary bear that like terrorizes this hunting village. (laughs) That is like peak Yakuza for me. I was laughing i was struggling to like not skip through dialogue just like just to get to the next part where i'm fist fighting (laughs) the next bear um i mean that that bear just has those villagers shook but he obviously has never met like uh sejima or kiryu or any of those people yeah you do do fist fight several bears in this game (laughs) yeah if you do if you do that one sub (laughs) one sub story uh, in the city uh where you go there's a commotion there was a car accident what what happened and all of a sudden it's like oh it's not it's not a car accident it's just a bear and then you fight a bear in the middle of the street Uh, so good And also, Sejima manages to get through his entire arc in this game without almost sexually assaulting an underage girl. Yeah, redeemed. Sejima redeems the big redemption story that we were all waiting for. <laughs> I mean, it's a step forward. <laughs> Good job, buddy. <laughs> Part three is, uh, yeah, probably the biggest step away from what we knew about Yakuza up to this point. Although, in, in certain ways, it makes sense. We'd already had the karaoke games and things like that. But uh, the character of Haruka, who's been around since the start, this is also Akiyama's chapter, but um, but that, that kind of kicks off a little later overall. This yeah. is really, Haruka's the star here, mm. literally, and in, in story terms. And this is where, instead of uh, the brawling that we were just talking about, uh, rhythm action comes yeah. to the forefront. Can I uh, jump off first? Go here? right ahead. So I'm not a fan of rhythm action games um, because, yeah, I, I just. Because you me, suck? <laughs> no, I'm actually really good at them. No, I just never. I, I'm not good at them because I never play them. But now I just, for me, it's always like uh, it feels. And of course, Leah is now totally into theater, theater rhythm. So yeah. uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm trying to not step too much into those. But the thing is, like for me, those games are often just kind of like Simon says, you know, hit the buttons on screen on time. Uh, so and, and that's not, all video not very, games. Yeah, but it, it very literally uh, is that, and yeah, which is not that interesting. They to are not be. for everyone, like all genres. But I get it. Yeah. but uh, even though, uh, as a result, I'm not that great at them. I did. Get, I start started catching myself getting a little bit into these rhythm action uh, things and starting to understand mm. more of what people find satisfying oh, cool. of the, uh, about them. You know, like nice. the uh, hitting hitting the buttons right on time, like to to get the, the you know it, there's some satisfying audiovisual feedback. And I imagine with a dedicated rhythm action game, it's much oh, more yeah. of a thing. I would uh, very much, yeah, emphasize that yeah. this is this is kind of at the the very uh, basic end yeah. of, of the rhythm action game. But yeah. because I was kind of forced to to play through it, I was forced to engage more with it. Uh, which, yeah, mm. even though in it what it, it's likely a more diminished or watered down version of your typical dedicated rhythm action game. Yeah, I, d- I did start to see what people find interested interesting in them, and, and if if the That's if cool. the music keeps up with how well mm. you do and and swells and everything, yeah, just the 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 the, the base satisfaction I 
started mm. to click click with you know that's cool there's also a couple of variations on the rhythm action theme you've got the one where the uh the the, the buttons kind of uh they, they appear swirling around the screen which is more yeah. like a project diva game or guitar man or something like that um then you've also got the ones where you have to tab between the different yeah that's sequences the, the, the dance battles on the, in the yeah street dance battles yeah. and which is uh more like uh the old um buster groove as we yeah. knew it over here. Um, yeah, I mean, there's definitely some some I would recommend to you, Mikhil, to give a try if you haven't um, some mm. some kind of legendary rhythm action games, if, if that if that just got a sense of how much elation you can get from rhythm action. And yeah, and yeah I'm somebody who really does feel that. But um, no, that's cool. Brian, you said to me, uh, I think something like uh, Haruka rocks. Yes. Uh, what is it? So, if I if I had a major criticism about the the storytelling, writing characters in this game, is that the four male leads are, as far as I can tell, and I know people love these characters and get into their the the differences between them and and things like that, but they are all rather variations on the kind of flawed protagonist, but with a heart of gold, who mm-hmm. is also really good at martial arts. At least with Haruka, you've got a different personality type, like a distinctly different personality. But is her personality more for you? You said she rocks uh, than whatever, 14, 16 year old girl, whatever she's meant to be in this game. <laughs> yeah, I I think the thing I enjoyed most about this, and it's not just the gameplay change up, which was very nice, especially in the middle of the game. I think it was really smart to put this smack dab in the middle and just kind of have a, a left turn. It's a long game, you know, really switch up your moment to moment. I, I think that helps like sustain, you know, like you just got like when I got done with Sajima's chapter, I was like 25 hours in or whatever it was. And I was like, oh, boy, I'm less than halfway through this game. What am I doing? And then and then it takes that turn. And you're like, oh, cool. Something different to do. So I think that's a big part of it. Um, but I, with Haruka, she just so some people describe her and I've read a lot of reviews of this game and, and reading things, you know, and, and guides and like sub story guys about like kind of how bland and one note she is. But I, I find mm. her to be very altruistic and mm. earnest in a way that only a child kind of can be. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think that you don't you just don't see that that much, whether it's realistic or not for nah. what a teenage girl goes through I, you know that's that and i'm sure that i will find Nikhil, it as parent of a teenage girl yeah. over here going and, yeah 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 and, and, <laughs> yeah, and my daughter who will be a teenage girl i'm sure i will go through many different things than, yeah. than, than haruka goes through it's funny because haruka does remind me in some ways of my own daughter mm. in that mm. she's also a little bit of a girly girl you know like yeah. uh that way and um i think yeah I th- but just not in every way obviously uh and um I think what the thing with Haruka is, I can't help but feel she's kind of a sweetheart. You know, she's realistically yeah. enough portrayed where she does feel like a real person to me. Yeah. But magnified in not the similar sense as the male protagonist into some sort of ideal of oh mm. a very sweet altruistic teenage girl from Japan. Kazuya's you know? very much Kazuya's offspring, right? Yeah. 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 Exactly. The good side without the life changing yeah. 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 She's not Kazuya. Kazuya threw his yeah. father in a volcano. Yeah. 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 We just call, I just call him Yakuza. Yeah. Uh, yeah, right. Exactly. Joe Yakuza. Um, yeah. they, uh, um, she's incredibly yeah. hardworking, too, which I think is like, 
draws me into her like she she's fully committed to this idol thing something that you get the sense that you're not even sure why she wants it like you don't really learn her motivations mm-hmm. later and, and and obviously later she kind of walks away you from met. it we'll see how it how yeah. that progresses but yeah. it just i i wanted her to succeed you know like i yeah. like i i really cared about her first of all kiryu was invested emotionally in her success so much so yeah. that he would leave the orphanage that he wouldn't leave when a gang was attempting to knock it over with a bulldozer after his yeah. best friend got killed in a bull ring but that's yakuza 3 go listen to that like, <laughs> no but 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 he'll abandon it for her you know what i mean and like yeah and that just that motivation like it just like the reason I did all of those mini games wasn't because I thought the handshake mini game was particularly interesting. I thought the quiz show <laughs> stuff was pretty funny in a lot of ways. Um, mm. And a lot of these things, you can see she's struggling with trying to portray this image of herself that she's really not. And if th- if you want to identify with me of how I felt as a teenager, like that's it right there. You know, mm. trying to portray mm. this image, project this image of someone that I know at my core, that's not who I am. But you don't really know that at age 14, whatever, 15, you know, like you're just you're just trying to learn how to human, yeah. you know, and I that all of those things I really, really enjoyed. Tolkien Taters again says, as a 27 year old American guy with little knowledge of idol culture, I found the Haraka sections a little creepy. In addition, I was a little iffy on Park from the beginning and continued to get weird vibes when she asked Haraka to meet her ex in her stead. Giving the pen with an emotional backstory, then saying this is just so you can meet my ex, just made the whole shopping section seem extremely manipulative. So Mm -hmm. her death probably wasn't as impactful as it was supposed to be, even though Majima being her ex-husband was a wild revelation. Haraka's (laughs) interaction with Ulala a.k.a. large woman, was bizarre and an example of the Yakuza humor that doesn't really hold up. So so not to not to belabor this point and, and to talk things into the ground, but I do think like this game does have an identity problem. This series has an identity problem with the fact that their their main characters, who are these terrible people who do these terrible things, like are also normally very altruistic and morally sound and and like seemingly care about humanity and do and and like will do things to just help people like be genuinely good people so it gives you like feel good vibes and then on the other hand it it will throw these things at you and there are these little moments that that normally are not overbearing but in some cases like um and and this is something you were referring to with rich earlier like there's there's um there's large sections of these games that could be considered xenophobic and um, very insensitive towards people who come from other cultures. And mm. it, it's it's sometimes hard to have that, you know, that conversation with yourself and been like, well, this is OK for me because A, B and C like it's if you're not like <laughs> taking those examples one by one and like, and, you know, kind of assessing them and making sure you're kind of having that open mindset toward, towards everything. It, it can be there can be some sticky situations for sure. There's an overall tone in the whole series now that I have finished uh, the fifth part where uh, and I was talking about uh, Haruka being an ideal of a, uh, you know, altruistic, uh, angelic uh, teenage uh, Japanese teenage girl. Uh, Kiryu, Sejima, uh, Daigo Dojima, uh, maybe not so much, but especially those uh, uh, protagonists, they are ideals of what the Yakuza should always have been, you know, according to their original design, which which is like protectors of protectors of the people, uh, you know, that are not able to stand up for themselves and who the law won't help, for example, you know. So, and of course, in practice, that never really pans out that way. But they, once again, they sort of represent an ideal more than the harsh reality of things. 
Veronica Jane from our Patreon says Haruka wants to be a pop star because she's a teen girl with no actual interests or depth besides is a girl. Time for Kiryu to abandon his surrogate family, who's looking after those orphans anyway, the beach Yakuza from Yakuza 3, and become a cab driver so your daughter can go unsupervised into the vicious and exploitative entertainment industry with no one to look after her. Oh, what's that? Haruka just uh, fulfilled her dream of being a pop star and so now she doesn't want it anymore and just wants to go back to the orphanage. Sorry, Kiryu. Looks like you've just wasted several months of your life for nothing. Is it weird to anybody else that uh, Haruka's living by herself in just a random apartment? Because it's a little weird to me. What, what, what is her age now at this point? I don't she... know. I mean, she yeah. she's... 15 16 i thought i thought yeah. 16 not that, that i thought 16 cool. as well I but i um she lives kind of close to the office so you'd imagine somebody from the agency keeps an eye on her but uh, uh, at Wikipedia the same time there's 16. people at the same time there's mm. people stalk, stalking her apartment as well yeah mm. like i mean you would think yeah. that she would have some kind of caretaker or something you know maybe she has an apartment over the studio or whatever like i don't know i thought that was going to be part of like the story right so you start out and and you're um uh, i can't remember his name he's kind of like the he ends up after park dies he kind of ends up being one of the two main people running the organization but he's that hori yeah 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 Yeah. hori thank you um he like walks her home that's like part of the story and i'm like oh so i'm gonna have to like sneak out to like do stuff that's what i thought part was gonna be but then (laughs) but then the second day he's like you know your way home right (laughs) and then he just bangs like all right i guess i'm just wandering (laughs) wandering the nightlife by myself um but yeah i thought i thought at least haruka doesn't have to worry about uh street fighting because no 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 one fights her that's a big that's yeah. a big takeaway. It's more safe to be a teenage girl walking around by yourself in Japanese cities than it is to be a big, t- <laughs> big tough guy uh, because those constantly get into trouble. They constantly get arrested. The encounter rate I mean, did seem pretty high in this. Did it seem yeah, higher than, than it yeah. used to there's be? A, there's a there's a whole there's a whole new system which uh, kind of pissed me off, uh, especially <laughs> if I if I had system. to yeah yeah. Because sometimes you just want to go somewhere quick, right? You don't want to get into fights. Yeah. And then if you don't want to get into to those confrontations, you have to sort of tiptoe, like push the analog stick very, nudge it very gently, and walk slowly through There's the streets. There's a walk button. Because, hold L one. Ah, uh, okay. I was just well. Anyway, but still, I mean, the, the movement speed is, yeah, it, yeah, would, yeah, would be yeah. equally slow. So you'd yeah, have oh, to worse. just move yeah. very slow from <laughs> one destination to another, not to get into any confrontations. Yeah. Because as soon as you start running, somebody starts picking a fight with you. Sometimes also, if you just walk a little bit too far, uh, too uh, fast, or sometimes yeah. you bump bump into somebody when when one of those goons is standing around. Uh, yeah. In the end, I kind of learned when I wanted to how to to evade them, and mm. uh, and also at one point I wanted to get into a bunch of fights so I could actually earn some money as the yeah. baseball player because he's perennially broke. <laughs> So the best way to was was just run around town and town and beat people up so they would apologize <laughs> and give me, give me money. Mm-hmm. So one thing to remember when I when I'll get broke, you know, if I'll get broke, so I'll yeah, just yeah. run around town beating people up. They'll no, apologize it, it and they'll give me money. It did strike me though, having you know, knowing a bit about Japan, having been there a while ago. Uh, you know, actual street violence is incredibly rare. <laughs> like, <it's, laughs> um, and and it made it made sense that all those brawlers that we've talked about before, Double Dragon and so on in the 80s were based on an American film, based on American culture, The Warriors. Yeah. Um, because it doesn't really make sense <laughs> that, that you're just going around constantly getting into street fights and, uh, and the cops yeah. are absolutely just like useless rather than being um, pretty, pretty uh, authoritarian. 
They sure yeah. were bad at finding Saijima, who was wearing yeah. the exact same outfit and the haircut that he escaped in. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That was probably my favorite part of Saijima's um, story, besides fighting the bear, was um, when you have to put a disguise on and you can just put on a Santa costume and yes. go down with Christmas trees. That, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Still, all those uh, criminals uh, recognized him. Oh, yeah. No, after. it's... Yeah. Uh, who yeah. doesn't want to beat up Santa, really? <laughs> yeah. There's also... Uh, was it who's, was it his side story where you get to fight a bear again in yeah. a shopping mall? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Mm. Um, what about Akiyama? <laughs> uh, I, I definitely, he got less of my focus, and especially as time was getting on and I had to kind of very much rush through his part. I have to say, you know, Akiyama is likely in maybe the, the top two of my favorite uh, Yakuza protagonists. What a, what a likable fellow. Yep. You know, warts and all. He has his flaws. He has his faults. But I think he's just the way he's acted out, uh, the way his personality shines through, that's a very likable character. Feels a bit more well-rounded to me than the others, I yeah. would say. Mm-hmm. His personality yeah. reminds me so much. I'm not sure if any of you have played Judgment of Takeyuki Yagami, the protagonist mm, of the Judgment yet. games. That he, yeah. It's just like... That that kind of you know down on his luck got something bad happened to him that wasn't his fault and kind of came across you know like literally the money fell from the sky from him and and is now his his motivations are to you know to better the the people around him and himself and and like his his motivations for the loans and stuff they're kind of funny and and they're kind yeah. of interesting <laughs> but like I I just I find his thought process his interactions his story beats just I mean just perpetually interesting every single one of them like it's it's a joy to play these games as as akiyama and i think it's was bold too because in yakuza 4 they that was the first character you played as they didn't start you out with yeah. you all of a yeah, sudden yeah. this new guy had no idea who he was and i mean i think that they might have known how strong of a character that was the the vocal performance in japanese i played in japanese is particularly yeah. it's strong and yeah and yeah I, very I much just, yeah i i huge fan I did wonder yeah. if, having only played just a little tiny bit of Judgment, I, I actually wondered if the success or the how the development team felt about Akiyama kind of led into the creation of the Judgment series, even though it's not the same character. It has a, like you say, I think it has a similar vibe. And that fighting fighting style, very similar too. They're they're, they're very mm. quick, you know, both yeah, the, the yeah. and and Akiyama yeah. is very a very quick strike, a lot of kicks, a lot of you know, high, kind of like you know, high flying moves, and yeah. um, it, just just a joy to play in combat, especially if you're switching like from Saijima, who's slow but strong, to Akiyama, it can kind of feel like it's like refreshing, or that that change of pace can be mm. nice. It kind of feels like when you had when we had the um, the multiple combat styles in Zero. Yeah. Um, yeah. It, it feels like they're doing that, except instead of different styles, it's different characters. So, you know, you've got the yeah. the light hits, but lots of very fast ones. And then you've got the Saijima, who just is a tank. Okay, so part four is new character, Tatsuo Shinada. That's also a great character, by the way. It's interesting, like, the, the later half of the game's game really has uh, yeah, some really strong characters in there. And I also liked, really, the, the his storyline with that... Terrible sleazebag loan shark guy that follows him around. Now, but him also, he's kind, he's, he's, he's kind of an asshole, but he's also kind of protective of him. You know, like I really like that dynamic that they had going on the two of them. Yeah, I, I didn't, I didn't get as into Shinada's story as I did some of the others. Um, and, and I'm not. I, I know that was partially because I didn't really do any of the side stuff, so I didn't spend as much time with him. Time constraints. Yeah, exactly. Uh, but um, I, I didn't dislike him as a character. I just he wasn't he wasn't as um, 
compelling to me but i really did like his uh his loan shark um not exactly friend but his loan shark companion <laughs> let's say i was very yeah. much sold when he just kind of he's in the warehouse with everybody who's kidnapped him and the dude just bust through the wall yeah. in, in a in a bulldozer yeah. Yeah. like all yeah, right and he's, yep. he's like this is my uh this is my client and he doesn't have a life insurance so <laughs> yes. you can't kill him <laughs> um yeah. His uh, Shinada's uh, side story, the baseball, the batting cages stuff, I, I really enjoyed. Um, I spent a ton of time doing all those, um, ended up finishing all those. Uh, you can get to a point with those where you can get upgraded equipment from the pawn shop and there's like a gear seller uh, for, like you know, you know, the baseball gear seller that that we all know yeah. in our own towns. Um, yeah. But uh, but yeah, you can get to a point where those sweet spots for home runs are like basically the entire field of of where you're hitting it. it can, it okay, can, yeah, because they've changed the mechanics up compared to the old yeah, batting yeah, yeah. centers. Yeah, yeah. I, I also was not very good at the batting mini game, so um, that's maybe also partially why I was not <laughs> as intentionata as um, as as maybe some of the other characters. I also kind of felt like his story on its own was interesting and and i liked what they did with it the way that they tied it into the larger story maybe not so much like yeah. this is dojima's high school friend and that's why he's here because dojima yeah. in high school betting i i guess yeah i, yeah. I don't know I, it, I, it, it, there's obviously more to it than that but I, I i did not feel like it was convincingly tied to the rest of the story personally yeah. But like you said, the story in itself, I think, because also, of course, I yeah. was kind of rushing through it, but just the story beats. But uh, I, I like that whole intrigue of who this Nagoya family is. Like, nobody has seen them. Yeah. And then, you know, no, and, and who are they? And everybody's scared of them. But yeah, they're kind of good because they don't ask protection money and everything. No, it's because they are the shopkeepers and everything yeah. themselves. I, I, I thought, thought it kind of really had cool. to that be whole mystery was kind of Because cool. it was the, it's the same name as the town. Like, that, that seemed yeah. like a weird coincidence. I'm like, new, normally <laughs> it's the, the gang is never, the, the family is named after the patriarch. I'm like, mm, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> definitely knew that was Dojima though, because I mean, with the hair, it it either had to be Dojima or um, Akiyama, and I, I didn't think it was going to be Akiyama because we just finished yeah. playing as him. So, but also a very um, nicely acted character Shinai was. Uh, yeah, yeah. A very nice performance, enthusiastic. You know what I mean? And like, yeah, and like down the on his luck, and like, obviously like, yeah. real down on his luck at a certain point. And I, and, I, and I had to ask myself: Is this guy basically? reviewing prostitutes for a magazine yeah is, is that what we're doing right yes. now is that his job yeah wow. i think so um and 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 knowing i mean the way these games roll it's likely a true profession even though it's it's of course again yakuza style very exaggerated <laughs> so that that just blew my mind those cards at the entertainment center like the flyers they have to get written by somebody right mm -hmm. like i mean yeah. like, <laughs> somebody has to, has to sit down and, and actually put the words of paper um yeah. yeah before you actually get to that um get to what he does he you know you're like walking around cuz the the first the first section of his story is pretty um like you are you are directed in a certain like most of the city is locked off and yeah. they do that because as you're walking down like your first kind of stretch of road there's people in the town that are calling out to you and are like hey man you know you, you that thing that you wrote really helped me out or you know like you should come over <laughs> here for this and like I, it's it's interesting to see how kind of into it he is and also like they know what he does and i don't think anybody's judging him for it because i mean that's 
you know, that's just what you do. Somebody's got to do it. And he he, yeah. is, he seems to be perfectly happy about it. And, you know, it's... Product, productive member of society. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's like, and, I mean, he can, <laughs> he can expense sex work. And, you know, who, who among us would... would right. yeah. uh, he, he also has that wonderful section with... Uh, and I can't believe I'm saying this out loud. Milky Chan um, uh-huh. on, on the rooftop, but it's it's like a really kind of it's kind of like a real simple and beautiful section where they're like they're both broke, they're both down on their luck. They're, they're, there's no chance that they're really escaping the situation they're in, but they have that wonderful fantasy of how they're going to get on the train, they're going to go away together, they're going to leave all this behind, start a new life, and like who among us or anybody hasn't had those fantasies when like things were really bad, you know what I mean? Like, or like, you know, you're Mm. young, you didn't quite know what you're going to do next. And you have all these like grand fantasies. And then, and then as that realization sets in that it is just that fantasy and she goes back down to work because there's a client there and like it kind of hits home for him that, wow, that would sure would be great if I could do that. But, but no, here I am with this debt trying to figure out this mystery of this life. I've tried to forget like, it has like those beats of heart that kind of bring you back into the Yakuza story. And I'm yeah. also completely agreeing with you, Leah, that the way it ties into the, the major narrative um, yeah. doesn't make a whole world of sense. This is kind of emblematic, what you're just saying about how I've started to feel about the storytelling in the Yakuza games. Like I'm kind of done with the major overall plot development. And, you know, like mm. it, it, I see everything coming from a mile already like who is behind what and and what have you and uh and oh this character who you know who we never met before but he's this very very trustworthy guy that helps you out along the way yeah i bet he's actually the guy behind the shadows that that is orchestrating this whole thing you know you see everything coming at this point from a mile a minute and uh it i feel like the overall plot is at this point also like kind of grasping at straws to to try and 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 deliver and make something of a whole lot of nothing you know but in between all of that are are surprisingly strong engaging and sometimes even emotionally affecting scenes that whenever Mm -hmm. i'm kind of i start disengaging i'm right back in you know like i don't know what the series does to me like (laughs) it's this this weird cocktail this weird combination of yeah, this is becoming very trite and predict- predictable, all of it. But hey, here we are again, you know. I'm like, like, I'm swallowing this lump I have in my throat because uh, this guy was about to commit suicide, and then his his old buddy showed up from the, from the prison and and what have you. And le- like, yeah, I'm, I'm right back on board. They're very good for me, I, and I, I'm sure that I've expressed this this general sentiment before in Yakuza games, but they tend to be very good for me about, like, drawing you in and making you care about the characters, even if you don't care about the overall plotline, like, caring about the individual segments and the, the people and just the that kind of thing to where, like, you know, it's... It, <laughs> Like 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 you said, when when all of the prison buddies show up, it's like, hey, it's those guys. You know, it's like it's it's not, you know, I I genuinely was was, you know, happy for that. So uh, everybody's standing around in a in an office and he says, It's getting kind of crowded here. I'm like, You're going to the rooftop, aren't you? Next shot, they're on the rooftop. I'm like, I I I I appreciate that. Yeah. Tolkien Taters from the forum again says, as a guy who struggled with depression and everything that comes with that, Shinada and Baba's storylines gave me a bigger emotional impact than I've had from any other game. Baba's suicide attempt just hit me really hard, as well as the resolution scene right after. I just had to pause and cry. 
I guess it was a mix of the surprise and the mix of sympathy and contempt I had for the character, but that scene just hit me really hard. I did not expect the absurdly convoluted Yakuza 5 finale to leave me in tears. Also, thank God they didn't go with the extremely trite sentimental music for that scene. <laughs> Although I hated Shinada's fight with Daigo, the hardest fight in the game for me. I had a harder time with... Um... Oh, oh, this is actually what he was talking about. Because Did Shinada fight Daigo? Shinada yeah, fought... Yeah, yes. at the end. Yeah. Oh, he fought him on... Lo yeah, okay. Because I'm, I'm thinking of Shinada fighting Baba. Yeah. Now, the, the Daigo fight also That's actually had me kind chapter, of stuck right? me in my track. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It stopped me in my track a little bit because I thought the, the 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 part had already kind of wrapped up and I was just going there. Oh, yeah, let's just move on. But I was all out of like any sort of health items and uh, and everything. And then the Daigo fight happened and it was hard for me, not because the fight was that much harder. I think there, for, there were fights for me that were harder, but because I basically had no supplements, you know, yeah. like yeah. I had to do it. I had to do it in one life bar. <sighs> so, so I, I, I basically had to reload my safe and watch a bunch of cutscenes again and then start running around town, beating people up, getting money. And uh, yeah. and by going to the, the drugstore drug after that, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, I don't know why it amuses me, but there's something funny to me about how you you'll play like you know four chapters with someone and then leave them alone for I don't know anything from ten hours minimum up to about fifty hours, and then you pick them up again and they've got the same inventory, <laughs> exactly yeah. the same as you left it, the exact yeah. same set of drinks and stupid chachkis and whatever else you've got in your pockets. Um, Video games. Yeah, video games. So, in fact, in one uh, in in one case, um, uh, I I well, I can't remember which character. I'd totally forgotten to buy them any armor or anything like that. And yeah. I, and it still seems weird to me. And again, I know it's another it's just another yakuza thing that I shouldn't question. But the fact that like one of the the first points of order is to to go and buy some chainmail to, <laughs> to wear under <laughs> to wear under your shirt um, is well worth doing. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And then you might also be carrying, say an actual fish hook to give you another point of defense <laughs> yeah. and things like this all very peculiar the more you I think about it a bundle it, of uh, money to stop one bullet from me yeah. Yeah. yeah I mean that makes that one makes sense I don't know what you mean yeah. I liked um, um, being able to equip fan letters on Haruka to, yeah. to improve I think yeah. it was her heat yeah <laughs> uh, yeah anything more on the and the, the, the yeah the the epic finale on this one and 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 the the individual antagonists when um, do they get those jackets like it's yeah. the same jacket but you just grab it by the shoulder and the whole thing yeah. comes off and it looks immaculate until you pull it that that was another thing like a point of contention for me with uh, the the plot is like i didn't find the antagonists in this in this installment interesting in any sort of way uh the omi alliance boss who poses as a downtrodden cop and, and still after his big reveal keeps on looking like a downtrodden cop <laughs> with, with his vague motivations and, and everything. Uh, the, the only character le that left that was still alive, like which that had any major screen time earlier on being the final boss and everything. It was, yeah, it, it, sometimes it feels like the series is really, or the games are really, you know, grasping at straws plot-wise. My problem with the antagonists in this game, and this is where the entire story fell apart for me, it's my biggest criticism of the game, is that Aizawa, who was Morikawa, I believe was his name. Um, Morinaga. Morinaga, thank yeah. you. Um, his yeah. right-hand man, like his bodyguard. Morinaga claims to have killed him and buried him. But yeah. then we find out that he didn't really kind of have the backbone to, to complete that, so it was another body that they found. And then 
the now Aizawa the whole time wasn't really uh, his friend. He's the son of the Omi Alliance who was a plant inside of the Tojo clan. And this whole war was just a chance for the Omi Alliance chair who's dying to for his son to then take over the Tojo clan. But is he really going to take over the Tojo clan or is he just proving to his dad that he has the strength to take over the Omi? Are they supposed to merge like... But then again, he didn't want to prove anything to his old man because he didn't particularly like it. Right. So like, yeah. yeah so he, he had this this quick motivation of his own that he tells you about before the final battle yeah. happens. You know, like, yeah. And and then so you, you you contrast him against someone like uh, Ryuji Goda from Yakuza yeah. Two, who was present from the very first moment, was always in your face and a jerk had a massive amount of respect for Kiryu, but he just wanted to be stronger than him. It was all about strength and you know, that stuff, but he was present from like, you knew he was the bad guy from moment one and you got to build your fight with him, you know, as it went along. And I, when the Yakuza games pull that reveal, like for me in Yakuza four, it worked great. I've talked at length about how I love the end of that game. At the end yeah. of this game, I was just kind of like, uh, like when it, another reveal happened and another fight and another, I was like, oh man, like <laughs> yeah, it kind it of just, pulls out in that last yeah. fight to him sitting in the chair, and I'm like, wait, who? Who exactly? Like I know who you are, but I don't know why you're in mm. where and yeah. you're doing all those like that math in your head and trying to make all the strings connect, and and that's where the, this game fell apart for me. I mean. These I wonder are... sometimes is it is it just a question of assets? Like what well defined character do we have left that isn't already beaten? <laughs> right, yeah. yet? Okay, now now this character, we find some way what, to make that character the final boss. You know, I think part of the problem for me, kind of to tie into what Brian was saying, that is that there are just so many antagonists that I had trouble. Not necessarily keeping track of how they all tied together, but continuing to really care about why they were doing what they were doing. I'm still not 100% sure why we wanted everybody to go to war, but okay. Yeah. Um, I, I mean, I, I get it, sort of, but it doesn't make... Like, understanding it and getting it, I think, are right. two different things for me yeah. in this situation. They, they had that moment where the the rival talent agency's head... Uh -huh. was a childhood friend of Goro yep. Majima and his first wife, Marion yeah. Park, but mm. is also an Omi Alliance captain uh -huh. whose, whose underling captain is going rogue on him because he's working for the Omi Alliance chair and is going to try to kidnap Haruka, but mm. the talent chair wants Haruka to beat his own talent to form this dream group to get Park, his childhood friend's dream, to come true. It's just oh, like, oh my heavens. god. Like, like, And I, I'm pretty sure I got most of that wrong because I'm just explaining no, it now. You know? like, no, I, th I, th I think that's pretty on point. Like, yeah. It's just like, like, at some point, it's just like, you either just, you know, release yourself to it, like you're just diving in the deep end of a swimming pool, or you pull back and and get frustrated by it, you know. And this game found had me more in the frustration camp with the story as opposed well to Yakuza Four, where I felt like I was just willing to yeah. you know, jump in. What saves it for me? What keeps me from not tuning completely out to it is like it doesn't really at this point it doesn't really matter who the antagonists are. You care more about the main characters and and the trials and tribulations that they go through and and right. you know the drama that they have to face and I was more in tune with that like, whoever they were fighting I didn't really care at that point anymore you know I agree with Tolkien Taters from the forum again who says it was weird that Haraka didn't get a final gameplay finale like every other playable character disappointing mm. Yeah, I, I, so I thought about that. I thought she was going to. I think that the reason, yeah, in totally. my opinion, the reason that they didn't is because they didn't want to throw a new song at you without being able to let you practice it. 
Uh-huh. Okay. On the antagonists, uh, Tolkien Taters said, I thought Katsuyu was a really effective initial antagonist, and I liked him more than Kurosawa and Aizawa. The final mm. fight against Aizawa was fantastic. Oh. Uh, I didn't enjoy it. No, it that... Far too... I kind of liked it. it. I mean, I was playing on on a, on a low difficulty level, so oh, okay. I, that, maybe that's why, but... That it was it was a helps. spectacle, let's say. I, I yeah, had to sure. because uh, the, this recording was only a few hours away. Problem was, I was playing on normal difficulty the whole game. Yeah. The problem with Aizawa fight was like I didn't have any heat juice on me, any heat drinks. Oh no! Yeah. You know, only yeah. only health, and basically you're not doing anything to him except for the little QTE cutscene bits yeah. when you finally managed to slow down to to whittle down a little otherwise bit it's health. just chip damage isn't it it's, all it's yeah. just you've got constant absolutely. constant chip damage you can't do anything to him so i couldn't build up any heat every time i had yeah. a little bit of a thing going on with him you know he he gave me enough pushback to where my heat was decreasing again. yeah, yeah. and i ba- i basically went through a whole inventory of just zz toughness uh yeah drinks yeah, you know very similar, that was very me too. And, yeah. and i got him down to the final health bar and then i was i was done and then I tried it one more time, thinking, "Oh, I should maybe try it a different different way." But I died earlier in the fight, and then the option appeared: "Do you want to complete this uh, fight on a lower difficulty?" Okay. I said, well, at least right, it let, let's. Not. I said, "Okay, then let let's just go for it." You yeah, know, yeah, it's yeah. I, it's about time to wrap this up. Yeah, and I guess I suppose part of the mistake, well, mistake of the player, I don't know whether it's a design issue, but actually, the game doesn't really steer you into how you should tackle a lot of these fights i think is 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 one of the the interesting things about it like the game sort of talks you slowly through a lot of things but then when it comes to the actual major gameplay it kind of lets you learn that you'll want to have certain kinds of drugs with you basically in your yeah. in your stash and there is to in- to be fair there this is the first game in the series that did you know s- seem to want to teach me a little bit more about the combat for example, that uh, right. Daigo fight, uh, Shinada versus Daigo on, uh, in front of his little apartment. There, Daigo actually telegraphs a lot of what he does. Like, if he stands with his hands open, yeah. he's going to counter something that you throw at him, you know? So, you don't want to go at him with strikes. You want to uh, grab him instead or do a running tackle or whatever. And, yeah, so I, I did start catching on to a little bit of that. But uh, that was <laughs> that was kind of the first time in this whole series that i've been playing through that i started you know discovering little things like that two smoking controllers from our patreon says after the multiple playable character sprawling narratives of yakuza 4 and 5 i'm yearning for a more focused focused story with just kiryu now obviously yeah we've come this far into the show and we haven't sort of touched upon all the usual uh, bullet points that we go through because there was so much character and story to talk about now i i'm guessing we'll we'll each be able to come back to our overall feelings on that side uh, when we get to our summaries and in fact because we've covered so many of these games already and because even despite the the hype and the blurb they don't change that much um we don't necessarily have to say so much about the sort of the art side, the technical side, the music side, um, but we will go through um, art-wise and, and graphics-wise. Technically, I actually thought this game to me didn't look quite as nice as the previous one overall. Um, but I think it ran. I, I think the last one didn't run at sixty FPS on console, but this one does. So maybe there was a compromise there. I think this one had more pop in. 
Um, and some of the texture work looked pretty rough around, you know, shops and things like that. Oh, so that was not just a PS3 version. No. Because I, I was actually thinking, coming from Yakuza 4 and 3 on, a, on the PS3, mm. uh, thinking like, hey, there's some really remarkably low quality texture work in this oh, one okay. in comparison to the previous two games. And I was wondering, maybe it was the download format or something. Maybe they had to uh, limit the file size or whatever. I don't think so. And I, uh, and I don't think they even had the, the where because the remasters are only kind of fairly perfunctory yeah. you know uh, 1080p upscale kind of jobs rather than full-blown asset reworking mm-hmm. i think things like the the shop window assets are still probably the same ones maybe slightly sharper yeah. i don't know so yeah there's some of that but having said that again we know this is a kind of or we we, we assume this is a fairly sort of mid-budget title um the there are still moments when the the towns and the streets just look yeah. nice. I think just certain ha- times of the times of day. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the the lights with the uh, the trees with the lights on and all that kind of stuff. Oh yeah, I actually thought like, hey, wow, this is actually looking really atmospheric. That Hokkaido town that uh, mm. Sajima is in, you know, like with the Christmas lights, especially when yeah. it starts getting dusky and yes. uh, and and yeah, very very um, felt very good to walk around there. Yeah, and of course. Uh, yeah, things like the 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 camera direction and the editing for the for the heat moves and stuff like that is all still very much on point. And mm. I would you know the like the main character graphics are all absolutely fine. Even in twenty twenty three on a current gen system, you're still like you're not you're 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 never kind of going wow. But uh, but it's it's also not a, like a constant sort of battle with how hideous it looks or anything like that, or at least not not in my experience. Um, but yes, it's unlike it's not it's not necessarily the kind of game that you're you're coming to for, yeah, state of the art, top tier, envelope pushing visuals. On the music front, much to report. I guess the uh, there is there is a lot of listening to certain songs we sort of commented on before the show. Mm. If you like if you like the J-pop that Haruka's doing, get ready for it. Yeah, if you do those side story, if you go through her side story and all those quests, I know Leah can attest to this as well. Oh, yeah. That 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 first song you hear, I mean, at, at, in gameplay sections, I mean, upwards of twenty times. Not to not to um, discount those, just the cutscene sections where she's practicing the song and they're rehearsing the song. Yeah. it's just like it's a that's a lot. It's a lot. I I like to catch you some of the street dance battle uh, tracks where yeah oh yeah. Yeah, there's also only three songs in the uh, in the uh, Taiko machine uh, in the arcades oh, yeah. as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, what about cool to, cool to see uh, a Namco game in, uh, yeah. in this uh, Sega game? Absolutely, yeah. First yeah. time, first time a non-Sega game's been been featured. I think. Yeah. Um, what about and yeah? Is there anything much to report about the uh, or that people want to say about the the general music? Obviously, you know, you got your battle themes and your uh incidental music for moments of gravity and things some, like that. some of it like the returning themes just feel very um you know like a, a feast of recognition like when certain familiar themes start popping up again uh like the the, the big story finale uh let's say uh you know beat em up sections uh, have this sort of uh wistful mm. piano theme uh going the, and uh, the sub story uh, guitar riff that i love so yeah. much <laughs> or that that weird that weird yeah or that weird lounge uh trip hop theme whenever you enter new serena that uh, comes back every every time you're just playing one song in that bar over and over again 
I think this this like speaking about sound design specifically, I thought the side mm-hmm. chapter was really kind of interesting for that because there's a lot of areas that just don't have music. It's just um, you know environmental Wind. noise, whether it's the prison yeah. yard to the hunting trips, and and the environmental noise is actually quite good. You know? I agree. Um, yeah. yeah, the yeah, crunching yeah, yeah. of the snow, the animal yeah. noises, or like or just kind of like the people talking in the prison yard, and just kind of that that echoey running that you kind of do from time to time. Um, I, I think mm-hmm. that it was. I think I, I'm sure it was strong everywhere. It was just more noticeable in that chapter because there were yeah. long stretches with no music. So I, I, I like that quite a bit. I have to give a shout out also to uh, you talk about Sajima's story. There was one, um, I think it was a curry bar I walked past and I heard uh, the Nights into Dreams uh Theme playing in inside that curry bar. Oh, I didn't oh, notice that, to Leon. That's yeah. awesome. oh, I missed that. I, I just had to go into the, the the curry bar and eat some curry just to listen to that song. <laughs> <laughs> it dreams, was such dreams. A... I would have been in there in a heartbeat. Yeah, exactly. I was thinking of you actually when I heard that. I bet Leon is all over this. You must have missed it. Which town was it? Did you say? It's the Hokkaido town. You know, the snowy Christmas town. I've got to go back. Christmas, Christmas nights. It might have elevated my overall experience. Yeah, uh, we mentioned those special techniques. So Kiryu's got his dragon spirit or uh, furious dragon's pride. Seijima is the excellently named tiger puppetry in the <laughs> Western version, but actually, its uh, literal translation is savage tiger tiger's experience. A little uh, bit different. Sh- yeah, Sh- <laughs> Shunakiyama has a launch strike or airstrike. And yeah. Shinada has my meteor tackle. And the Japanese translation is my personal meteor tackle, which makes it somehow <laughs> I love more devastating. Yeah, yeah. The game still features, I guess this is, I mean, you could say it's part of its Shenmue legacy, uh, or whether it's just kind of its own thing now, but there's still quite a lot of QTEs just sort of dotted here and there at moments, <laughs> sometimes during cutscenes, sometimes during big fights. Sometimes during walking, walking through the street with yeah, uh, right. Shinada. <laughs> I, I felt like it was pretty decent at like signaling when you need to be paying attention for these QTEs. Like yeah. you'll get kind yeah. of the... Um, I don't. I don't even know what it is. It's like a chime, yeah, you, almost. Yeah, you get a little circle, you know, that yeah. uh, plays in various themes. Fairly and... generous windows. There was something where I had put the controller down because I was watching a cutscene. Because there's a lot of times when you know you're not doing anything for a little while if you're Indeed. listening to the voice acting, which I did. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's like one that comes out of nowhere, and I'm, I can't remember where it was, but like I almost missed it because I was not holding the controller, and I had to like fumble my hand over and like smash the circle button real well, quick. Well, I totally missed one and got a game over. Um, oh god! Which is my only game over of the entire adventure. Really? Uh, oh yeah. Yeah. This game contains the most instant game over QTEs of the series with three. Uh, oh, wow. One is missing the home run at the end of part four. <laughs> that's, which a would obviously, that's, that's a game over. That's a game over. Oh, that's go. awesome. Ah. Yeah. Number two yeah. is failing to rescue Shinada in the sewers. And mm. three is failing the final QTE against Masato Azawa as Q. Okay. Oh. Uh, I got them all. I'm, I'm proud of myself. Yeah, gotta me catch too, but almost. I'm, it was I'm, close with the home run thing. I would have been yeah. so mad if I, if that had failed me completely. Yeah. I, I'm kind of proud of myself overall because I feel like Yakuza 5 is the game that uh, gra- is my graduation as a PlayStation gamer. You know, <laughs> Because uh, I, I had to smile and think back of when I started 
first started out playing the, the first game of the series yeah. and I was not as familiar intricately familiar with the symbol uh, placements <laughs> on the controllers a rhythm yeah. action section for that kind of learning no exactly so so this game because I didn't fill any of the QTEs or m- yeah. at least the ones that counted I was fairly competent at the rhythm action stuff uh, you know not making too many mistakes there I felt like, yeah, now I can finally, you know, I'm 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 a more seasoned PlayStation gamer at this point. You've grown. Uh, conversely, uh, other than those uh, instant deaths, uh, the final QT against Yahata in Kiryu's second encounter with him is the only one in the entire series where failure doesn't change the outcome or animation. Kiryu will still defeat Yahata in one punch, according <laughs> to the Yakuza wiki. So it's a complete uh, smoke and mirrors moment, I guess. So do you have to like win as as um uh, as Haruka in the Princess mm. League stuff? Uh, can you can you just not win? I I never failed anything with Haruka. I didn't because, either, but like no. I wonder because some people yeah. really are not they're just not into rhythm stuff and you know Yeah, yeah, I, yeah for sure. You can turn down the difficulty, but there's only so far it will go, so Absolutely. Yeah. I don't know. No, good question. Uh, Jobo Bonobo from the forum says many of my favorite entries in the Akaza series have been uh, have have compelling side content that I will put countless hours into, whether they be cabaret club management, estate agency, pocket car racing, or defending a construction site in an RTS. Yakuza 5 has an abundance of such games within a game that I would forego the main game entirely for days and become the best taxi driver, hunter, idol, or baseball player. I was gripped by all of these activities and appreciated how they broke up the main gameplay. They represent to me what is the main agenda of this title, ambition so you've been a crazy taxi driver oh um, yes a slightly yes. Less. yeah yeah, yeah I, sane, I think i seen taxi i think is what you refer to <laughs> yeah. it as so, I, yeah, law-abiding taxi ma- mundane taxi driver yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> very much yeah uh yeah. but there are race missions as you say um once you've learned how to drive and i'm, I'm guessing that was a something that they possibly you know t- away from the the new engine hype maybe they wouldn't have been able to do something like the car driving and stuff in the old engine because it just wasn't built with that in mind. My favorite, like my favorite Yakuza stuff right here, the 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 benevolent taxi service owner who hired you kind of sight unseen, of course, turns out to be the former leader of a street racing gang and oh, all yeah. the members of his organization were street racers. And- well, why else would he have all that customization equipment around? Right. Like, yeah. I had That's my awesome. pink taxi with flames and mm-hmm. spinning <laughs> rims. And- I wouldn't get in that taxi. <laughs> you would you'd like it yeah. I decided uh, I decided against putting the Haruka print on my hood because uh, I felt like I was kind of blowing blowing my profile there you yeah know? also yeah. perhaps yeah not, not quite keeping a low profile there Kiryu no and, and, and maybe just a tad too creepy uh, Seijima we talked about using the law of the jungle to hunt in order to survive or he's an animal make cash actually uh, yeah. dominate the nature of the snowy mountain and protect yourself from savage animals such as small rabbits experience <laughs> real-time weather changes and the blizzard yeah. as well did you did you experience the blizzard and the real-time weather changes brian yeah but i i don't remember any real-time weather changes no i, I don't I either think, yeah i don't even remember any real-time like like uh, time of day changes either it was always the sleeping to hmm. make it night or sleep like, yeah. like if that was a thing it, it was completely lost on me but then again hmm. I was mostly spending my time in checklist menus and, yeah, and doing specific things but um, but yeah no I don't remember any of that 
Haruka, the road to fame. A major record company's debut awaits the champion of the Princess League. Haruka is the gemstone of Diner Chair talent agency. From, from TV appearances to magazine interviews, Haruka is kept busy as well as learning the basics of being an idol. Experience the entertainment field with performance, charm, agencies, remuneration. And fans are also something to look out for in this arc, while at the same time being a high school student. <laughs> Shinada, the cost of a swing as a former baseball player professional enhance his skills with his training coach as he competes with his former high school teammate uh, Liam ran out of time to play this but Brian uh, veteran of many a US sports <laughs> video game invested hard in this emotionally yeah, it was awesome I uh, so it starts out really simple like you said the mechanics of the batting has changed from game to game but this one's like maybe the most precise you're actually kind of picking a quadrant of the of the strike zone and and, and the type of pitch depending on when you swing and everything but there's heat actions in this one that allow you for better swings there's there's this story with this lovable little scamp who keeps stealing pickpocketing you and the only way he'll give you your things back is to hit home runs for him. And normally, I think, like, Kiryu or anybody else wouldn't care, but in the case of Shinada, it's, like, the 400 yen he has to his name, so he has to do it to get it back. Um, there's a love story involving baseball. There's, of course, your rivals from your old school who are trying to, like, you you hit this guy's curveball once, and he couldn't believe it, so he spent his, the entirety of his life getting better at throwing the perfect curveball, and you got to hit that. <laughs> it's it's all that stuff, and, and I really loved it. Um it also had um, the rewards for it were pretty good, uh, as McKeel stated earlier, because Shinada doesn't have a lot of money to his name. Obviously, when you first start, you can't do things like you can't go to the drugstore and buy a bunch of stuff. No, right. you don't have anything. Yeah. So this is a good way to kind of boost that up pretty quickly, too. And um, yeah. and I just we'll I like those mini games. Yeah. Andrew Bolsover from our Patreon says, maybe my favorite in the series, even if it's really rough around the edges. It feels like five different weird Japanese PS2 games glued together. Bear hunting, taxi driving, dancing, baseball, etc. None of them are great in their own right, but as a collection combined with all of the warmth and humor the series is known for, they make for a great whole. I enjoyed all of the stories and characters and enjoyed seeing Sapporo, my home, for the last 13 years represented. I have a hard time remembering much of the moment-to-moment -moment gameplay or story in these games, but this one, perhaps due to the variety, is very memorable. A Sapporo, Sapporo resident, indeed. Mm. Very cool. So yes, uh, Virtual Fighter 2 is in there, uh, on either easy or normal, depending on which machine you sit at. But this one doesn't have Virtual Fighter 2.1, which I think some of the other Yakuza games do, but that's not going to make a huge difference to most of us. Um, nicely emulated, I would cool. say. Nice to have some sort of uh, official access to the arcade version of Virtual Fighter 2 in this. Because, uh, yeah, other than that, I just have the Saturn port, with, ah, you know, which yeah. is good, but it's not... Still not as good as the arcade Xbox version, 360, my friend. XBLA version. It's absolutely yeah. I can I can just walk into uh, into uh, one of the arcade clubs now in uh, or the Sega clubs in Yakuza. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Convenient. Uh, oh, let me play some Virtual Fighter Two arcade. Yeah, you can play uh, them from the menu, fire, I think, Yakuza or at least after completion. Ah, um, yeah. and in multiplayer as well. Yeah. Nick Fontana from our Patreon says this is the first Yakuza game where I felt a genuine desire to take my time with it and really explore the different locations and the side stories within them. Maybe I'm biased since Yakuza 4 left me feeling colder than I expected, but everything just felt like an upgrade. More cinematic cutscenes and voice acting, 
sleeker UI. Combat is tougher but feels more fluid. I think a lot of elements were looked at to make Yakuza feel more welcoming and engaging for the player. Also, this may be subjective, but Yakuza 5 definitely felt like the most Sega game out of the series so far due to its presentation, vibe and eclectic gameplay styles. I think this is why I got hit with little pangs of nostalgia throughout my time with it. I actually thought the combat was easier in this one overall. That was that was my experience. That's how I found it until a couple of those very testy later fights. But I, I actually thought the general um, brawling and most of the boss fights were surprisingly straightforward. But mm. um, yes, it might depend on your upgrades and what you're good at in the within the combat mechanics and stuff, I guess. Uh, yeah, there's even more things you can do, such as the the shopkeeper noodles game. I had one go on this, like I did most things, um, <laughs> where you have to uh, make sure your <laughs> your firmness levels are correct. For, mm. That's of your ramen. Um, uh-huh. <laughs> uh, it's like a, I guess it's yeah, it's like one of those diner dash type type things. Uh, winter combat, which is a <laughs> snowball fight. All of a sudden, I you're in a first-person shooter. <laughs> yeah, I could not get the hang of that. I just the the, the aiming did not work for me, so I lost uh. miserably in my first round and said, "I think I'm good without doing this." Yeah, comedy team. Uh, a certain program held auditions that Haruka has to get past, which is an interesting uh, translation. Yeah. Um, I did again. I did there. There was one side story of this, and uh, yeah, it was. Uh, about as excruciating as the handshake minigame. <laughs> and Cochin's Cup Classic, which I think, although it doesn't say here in this description, I think is chicken racing. Yeah, so there's, uh, I played one round of air hockey, which has a weird, it, it worked okay, but the, the the main angle of play is weird. There doesn't appear to be like a top-down view or anything that I could find. No, yeah. Yeah. Um, but I think that's new to it. Some karaoke's in there. You've got the batting, the darts, the billiards, the bowling, which we've all talked about before. I think the fishing is very similar to previous games, maybe slightly tweaked. Yeah, just not enough to it. I mean, I'm, Leah and I are classic suckers for a fishing yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. It's, just not, it just, it's missing that extra layer to kind of keep you going back, but, um, but still mm. enjoyable. I didn't and do too fishing. much fishing, which was... Mm. surprising and disappointing for me personally what are you gonna do uh ufo catcher well what pleased me and i I, i'm 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 not bad at these in real life obviously they're rigged in real life Uh, in this they're they're much more generous with their payouts but it's all about the prizes and in this one you can get panzer dragoon toys you can get uh i i uh you know monkey ball toys you can get uh the little fellas from bonanza brothers various other sega properties so The, uh, I was ha- happy mm, to engage. Yeah. The I.I. you have to almost knock over and then get him when he's laying flat. It's really hard to grab him by the ears. Yeah. <laughs> They're very wide. You have to get it absolutely perfectly. <laughs> uh, making it more authentic to Japanese game centers, there are pachink- pachinko machines in this one. Um, a couple of Aladdin ones, a Virtua Fighter one, and one called King Camel. Um, I'm personally not that enamored with pachinko, but it's right and proper that it should be there. Uh, the game is set in 2012, right? I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I still don't um, understand how pachinko works. Um, every time mm-hmm. I, every time I play one of these games, I convince myself this is the time I learn how to play mahjong, shogi, and pachinko, and I fail miserably every time. Same <laughs> with tradition. They're not really the best uh, places to learn these things because there's not. I mean, there's a screen of 
there's like one screen where it tells you the buttons and a short tutorial, but it's not gonna. It's not a gentle on ramp. I wouldn't have said compared yeah. to. Yeah, um, but yes, all the card games are there. The the, the gambling stuff. If, you have to really seek this stuff out nowadays, or nowadays in this instalment because it's not presented to you generally as part of the part of your route through the game there's the uh, if8r which is the sort of pseudo kung fu master side scrolling kind of brawler game yeah, i did all those um did you on, unfortunately <laughs> uh, they, there's not a lot to <laughs> that you're just kind of yeah. kick it side scrolling but it's still the same it's a 3d side scroller it's weird it's all it's it's kind of tough and you different colored kind of poly- polygonal enemies like will have some ranged attacks or attack high or low and you just duck and kick and eventually yeah. there's a boss and it has that that beat up thing where you can kick the kick them off off screen yeah, yeah and you have to wait for the slow approach for them to come back and they move terrifically slowly yep. <laughs> so yeah. it's very difficult yeah it seems odd because it's I, I just found it so much less interesting and, and engaging than the actual combat that you can just go out yeah. into the street <laughs> right, and, exactly, and invoke yeah. yourself yeah um there is Except a for Haruka, who gets a little um uh, oh. princess wand twinkle thing. star wand yeah, yes, yeah. exactly <laughs> that was cute i'll admit uh, yeah, there's, there's a Colosseum again in the usual place uh, when you when you open it up anyway, um, presumably for a, se- a sequence of increasingly testy ring fights with exotic enemies. Um, there's some golf. I don't know if it's is it the full size golf this time or is it just a mini golf or a putting? I don't even know. I don't even know where it is. This That's how big this game is. I've played 61 hours of Yakuza 5 of and I just oh, no. I just now learned that it has golf in it. According <laughs> to this no list. Idea. Yeah, no um, I had no idea. I think it might be one of those things where you have to like take the taxi out to somewhere. Could be. Okay. Could be. I don't I yeah. don't know. I that's just a guess. I I also did not realize that there was golf. So If there isn't golf, listener, don't unsubscribe. It's just a list I got from a wiki. <laughs> <laughs> Print club is in there, which is the basically sit in the booth and take pictures and stick things on it. I think and one of them has a ghost in it yep. according to a sub oh like project yeah. zero <laughs> basically cool or fatal frame uh there's another uh, a new game that's just specific to uh yakuza which was uh that was the the fairly straightforward but quite cool looking boxelios in the previous game this is gun rain space fantasy shooter i didn't find this either yes. somewhere yeah it's in club sega it remi- yeah very similar to um Baxelios, yeah uh and there's an onsen mini game of some yeah. kind hot steamy bars i don't know what the what the deal is there hmm. yeah, i don't know that one either and again i, I do wonder because sometimes i know some of these pastimes have been localized out of western versions so it's possible that i've got the list here of the original game and maybe some of these are now missing although i don't see why they would have taken golf out for goodness sake. Um, so, yeah, as always, uh, completing the game unlocks a huge host of things on your front menu screen. Um, the new game plus and the premium adventure, which I'm still slightly confused about what the differences are between. Can anyone explain? Um, so I think that... Okay, so premium adventure just gives you more stuff, I think. Is this correct? And Is it the pre- I- is that the one I, without any storyline in it? No, that's no. the other one. Um, oh, yeah, there, there's one yeah, that's just I, like I'm, an exploration. I'm 99 percent sure that's to... premium adventure. Oh, okay. Where where you can just mm. go back in, kind of like at the 
like finish game state, switch between any of the characters you want, mop up sub stories, do your thing. Yeah, got it. I'm sure we I talked think. about this before, yeah. but I, it goes out my head, and every time I'm like, why? It just I don't know. Couldn't they have consolidated MG MG Plus and Premium Adventure somehow? I guess there's a reason that I don't I haven't fully grasped. But yeah, the fact that here mm. we are playing through all the Yakuza games, and at least two or three of the people on this podcast are big fans of the series now. But like, there's so much of the flipping game that you, the last thing you need is ng plus and premium adventure just like keep playing the i game. need to rest i need to come yeah. back to yakuza 6 in a while yeah right <laughs> although right. give myself more time because that yeah, is not the way yeah. to play that although yeah. i'm pretty sure yakuza 6 is a lot shorter so i think so yeah ultimate match is a sequence or a long a, a fairly large set of combat scenarios but also other challenges based on the games mini games and sub games within the main game i had a quick look at a couple of these you know it starts off with fairly ordinary stuff like a, a bit like those old uh, batman arkham asylum kind of combat rooms where you just got a bunch of people to kick in but then it soon starts to get uh where there are specific criteria to being able to damage opponents or um sometimes it's one of those silly chase scenes where you're trying to catch up with them and you kind of hoof them in the middle of the air and avoid tripping over boxes and all that kind of stuff you know all the all the little bits and bobs there's probably one that's just QTEs I don't know um special contents which sounds dubious but is uh, is just two player versus modes for uh for the various uh modes like pool and virtual fighter and stuff like that there's also music video mode which allows you simply to watch yeah uh, Haruka's fine career i guess mm -hmm. uh but then there's also a cutscene viewer so um yeah uh and is there is there a virtual handshake uh <laughs> mode as well uh, i bet that's in the challenges i bet there's at least one of those in this in the set of challenges <laughs> where you have to make so many sweaty otaku happy within a period of time yeah. extras T tough job <laughs> tough job but somebody some 16 year old girl has to do it yeah extras wise there's a load of costume alternates uh as you'd probably expect but also things like battle packs and fun packs which are full of uh items to customize or help you out in the game i don't know if they then turn it because there's all that stuff in the shop when you first go to the shop is like collect your gifts or whatever or there was for me. I don't know if it depends on other games in the series that you've got save files of or, or whatever. But yeah, I picked up like a load of stuff for for free for um, at least one or two of the characters. Did anyone do that? Just me? You like go to the 7-Eleven and they say, do you want to pick up your stuff? And oh, I did. Yeah. I did pick up oh. a couple of those. That's right. Yes. Mm. Mm. Okay. God, there's a lot in this game. I know, there really there is. is. Yeah, <laughs> there really is. Veronica Jane from our Patreon again says, every ranking of Yakuza games I see puts Yakuza 5 in first place for the exact reason it's my least favourite entry in the series. It's the biggest one. The most characters, the most cities, the most mini-games. I found it all completely exhausting. Yes, there's five characters, but the wonky pacing means that by the time I get to the end of one character's story, I can't remember anything that's happened to the previous characters. This got so bad when I got to the final fight that I had to look up a fan wiki just to be reminded of who this was and why Kiryu was mad at him. <laughs> yes, it has the most cities, but apart from Kamarocho, they all feel underbaked. Heck, Sejima spends so much time in prison, I felt like I only got to spend ten minutes in his actual city. There's also the fact... That the little of the plot I can remember was complete nonsense, even by Yakuza standards. 
I still enjoyed the game because at its core, it still has the same Yakuza heart. This one was just too big and unfocused for me to love. Or maybe my dislike is because this was the seventh Yakuza game I'd played in a single year and the series was starting to wear thin. Who can say? I think two a year is a pretty good pace, personally. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Seven a year yeah. is uh, yeah too much, I yeah. think. It's a good point that uh, Veronica Jane also pointed out that, um, yeah, I did also feel like, okay, we got a lot of cities now, but it feels like there were less buildings and areas and walkways you could enter. You know, it was kind of... They are all considerably felt, smaller felt pretty, if you look at the map. Yeah, it, it felt, right. felt pretty wall, walled off. And like, you know, there were less interesting little alleyways mm. and interesting little sections or little stairways you could take up somewhere. A lot of places have you, you couldn't go as well. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah, New yeah, engine, exactly. I guess, even though they spent yeah. two years. And also they stuffed it full of content, but they didn't yeah. stuff it full of... Uh, area in quite the same way or at least yeah not fully furnished yeah it's a good point Jobo Bonobo from our forum says it may have needed two prior games of experimentation to really get things in order but Yakuza 5 is an absolute highlight of the series for me and contains an abundance of gritty crime drama and absurd daftness that makes these games so special Kiryu taking on the entire Tojo clan while he dodges rockets is undoubtedly the most badass he has ever been. And it makes clear that the man is less an exceptionally fit human being and more a demigod. Fair. If you're looking to if you're looking for something fun and addictive to keep you busy for a long time, Yakuza 5 comes highly recommended. Yeah, I guess that I mean, that's something we, we talk about is like, yeah, addictive and fun, are really like two of the qualities that we, we do like in our games. But in terms of wanting some something to keep you busy for a long time we've all got such an abundance of games these days yeah. and most of us are lucky enough to have that do we always want something to keep us busy for a long time hmm. yeah it also really depends of course if if you on whether you just want to dig in what one single game for months on end yeah or you want to go through blow through a whole catalog of exactly games, of course. yeah yeah i admire people who can just be much more selective in what they play. <laughs> I do. Yeah. I do to an extent. Yeah. It's certainly something, I, you know, Jay and I are almost polar opposites in this respect. And it's something we talk about a lot. And I think there's 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 pros and cons to both uh, modes of operation. Uh, mm. yeah. Hopefully listeners will know which, which is theirs and what they fancy and what they've got time to do. This won't take up much of our time. Three word reviews. Follow us on social media at Kane and Rince. Tales from the Backlog says, Fist Fight a Bear. Ludo Narrative FM says Haruka Dance Battles. Jobo Bonobo says Down with T Set. <laughs> Messer Tom Fum. Crazy Taxi Fun. Crazy Taxi Fun. Sorry. That's better. <laughs> <laughs> Andrew Elmore. Coziest Yakuza yet. We didn't talk about how T Set is um, an amazing name for a pet for a group, <laughs> yeah. though. It's great. Yeah, and, and, and with a T Set, you. Uh, Expect these like timid uh, little creatures <laughs> sitting around drink pouring tea for one another, but there's they, these are some mean girls, vicious divas. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I assume Andrew uh, there with the final three word view when he says cozy means like in terms of familiarity and and mm. uh, maybe some of the atmosphere rather than the uh, the sort of you know cozy sometimes implies kind of small. It's definitely not that. No, no, no. Yeah. But it has it has small and cozy areas. That's true. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Yeah, and, and some cozy aspects. Yeah. Uh, yes, yeah, so then to summarize Yakuza 5, um, I've fairly much kept my powder dry because I don't, you know, like, I don't really enjoy this game very much. And 
that's like I didn't want to just bring that and be a. And you didn't and, want us to beat you up, I gather. Uh, yeah, yeah, I didn't want a verbal <laughs> tongue lashing. But I know the thing is, I know some 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 listeners do like the kind of the to and fro of of disagreement. Um, but it wouldn't really be disagreement because I don't necessarily disagree with anything that uh, that the rest of the panel have said and i would infinitely much prefer that everyone listening to this got as much out of these games as i think the rest of the panel probably did um for me it's I, it's partly circumstantial it's partly that even a couple of year for a few years in a row now is possibly slightly too much because the games don't really change that tremendously um don't get me wrong, I did still have some fun, certainly doing the street brawling, <clears throat> some of the mini games and pastimes, but obviously a lot of them, we've seen them before. But the main thing for me, really, and I, I know I was, you know, pretty, pretty down on Yakuza 4, but it was particularly because it lost me with some, some of those elements of the story and, and, and such that I actually found really icky. It's, I, yeah, it's difficult because as much as everyone else seems to find all this warmth and heart in Yakuza, even that our last correspondents have referred to it. I do see that and I, I, I get that to an extent, but also there's a there's a lot of stuff which I find equ equally difficult to enjoy um, for, you know, personal reasons of, of my reaction to it. I find, you know, stuff like the the, the dubious humour around the, the large girl, um, just like it's that stuff which actually drives me away and and all the the warmth is kind of mitigated by the fact that it's interspersed with bouts of extreme violence which i enjoy <laughs> by the way i keep you know keep saying i like the combat i like the brawling but it's for for me i, I just think the whole thing is so kind of uh that yeah like this one in particular there's just so much of it and the tone moves about all over the place the individual characters i find aren't that specifically um that's not the right word aren't that dramatically different from one another to the extent that i do find the characters fascinating um the idle stuff uh like don't get me wrong i like the mini games to an extent the rhythm action and the you know the sort of the boppiness of the j-pop and all that but actually the the idle content in itself not so much and some of those mini games as I say, both from from my point of view, both excruciatingly boring and creepy at the same time. So not really, um, not really conducive to me having a great time with the game overall. There's so much of everything, though. Um, but yeah, what it comes down to is I don't care about the machinations of the mafia anymore. The Yakuza at this point, I don't care who's behind the curtain uh, controlling these people. I don't really yeah, I just, I, for whatever reason, for everything that everyone else absolutely loves about the the storytelling in these games, I see so much, so much love outpourings for the for the stories and and you know everyone else on this panel has talked about it in this show, um, where they've felt really even even you know almost against their will sometimes there's been moments where they've thought oh, I'm not really sure about that, but then it's there's something about it and the the way it all hangs together, the, that heart and warmth that people refer to that brings them back in. But I just, yeah, for me, I just don't really feel that enough to care about any of the protagonists. So I'm left with a very kind of thinly spread brawler RPG um, with some quite annoying boss fights. Um, <laughs> and I'd just rather play, I don't know, I'd rather play a belt scroller, I guess, um, or a pool game. or The you know, rhythm? <laughs> 
yeah, I might play theatre <laughs> rhythm. I might play theatre rhythm. Anyway, yeah, um, I yeah, I all, all I can be is honest, and that's just my experience. That's not me saying it's a bad game. It's just me saying that I don't think I love this series. The point is, like, I really wanted to love it. I wanted to play all these games through because I hadn't, and we're doing the series of the podcast, and I've come this far, and now I should probably go to the end. I don't want to be a misery on the next one as well, but I feel like now I've played all these games, I want to see if maybe, you know, maybe I'll feel differently about number six. Um, but, yeah, for me, this was just a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of stuff. It's true. Um, yeah. A bit of a grind and a slog from me um yeah, yeah. I, t- I took time off work to play it and i i honestly felt pretty down about the fact that i'd taken time off work to play this and not something else harsh but fair mikhail cheer us up a bit yeah a, a lot of interesting stuff you really touched on um what you especially what you said about uh pe- people you know despite the questionable elements finding a lot of warmth in the mm. warmth in uh the storytelling uh of the series and yeah, that's also where I stand. And it's a thing that creeps up on me and surprises me because a lot of what's going on in these games is quite literally foreign to me, you know. <laughs> it, it's something from a very different culture with very different uh, values in many cases. Uh, and maybe it goes back a little bit. I don't want to go too deep into it. But also, when I, even from when I was a kid, I was just fascinated with people and cultures that were very different from my own you know this this curiosity about uh, about everything um and then despite all those differences and as despite this uh quote-unquote sort of uh, alien nature of a lot what goes on in in yakuza and despite not being never having been part of uh, an organized crime milieu <laughs> no? um there are does what keeps on surprising me is these sort of human elements and these bits of something that really reaches out and speaks to me and and that are these these bits that I can really relate to um yeah it, it's uh, it's a fascinating thing it's uh, really something to 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 chew on and something you could have much longer discussions about of course hmm. um yeah I'm, i think i some pretty much how i felt about uh yakuza 5 up until this point but maybe you know having played now five games in a series in a series uh yeah maybe just kind of like um trying to summarize everything up until this point is like maybe more than anything like these games aren't 100 percent uncut enjoyment for me there are a lot of sluggy bits but then the fun bits and the things that really I find satisfying about the combat yeah. or, or some of the mini game stuff or some of the storytelling are strong enough where it keeps me occupied. And at this point, I kind of have to salute the Yakuza series uh, and its spin-offs, of course, by the same studio as a whole sort of institution in the gaming landscape. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing quite like what this development team is doing it's almost and this is a very different uh gaming franchise gaming series but it, it i almost compare it to the legend of zelda in that it does something that nobody quite manage, manages to copy or to imitate in any sort of way you know and i i hold the legend of zelda series in a very different kind of esteem of course mm. obviously but uh yeah just uh I have to give it to uh, to uh, to these developers and uh, to the creators of the Yakuza series. Like they they have created this formula and this franchise in this universe 
uh, that, uh, yeah, nobody's really doing what they're doing. And if you want to play something like this, there's really no other place to go, you know? You're gonna have to, uh, you're gonna have to sit it out with, uh, with Kiryu and uh, Sejima and Akiyama and uh, the rest of the gang. And the bear. And And the the bear, of course. Yeah. I was gonna say sleeping dogs, but you don't get like, the bear in sleeping dogs you know yeah yeah so despite all my misgivings i do have a lot of admiration and respect for the series uh having played now five parts in it cheers michiel leah how about you yakuza 5 is not my favorite yakuza game that i have played so far but i think that it's actually going to end up being pretty high up the list for me there are definitely some issues with it we've talked about the tonal issues in places we've talked about some of the just kind of uncomfortable bits and some mishandling of of some issues but also i i think that there's a lot here especially if you already care about these characters i've said previously that i don't think this is where you should jump into the series Mm -hmm. and i do actually stand by that i think that it probably would not mean a whole lot to a newcomer to the series to just start right here but i mean obviously you do what you want if you've if what you've heard yeah. has uh, intrigued you then by all means um i i it wouldn't be my rec- my recommendation but there is a lot here there's a lot here is kind of the 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 definitive phrase of Yakuza 5 to me in both a positive and a negative context. Uh, One of our uh, correspondents mentioned that uh, they they had kind of lost the thread by Mm. the time that they got to some of the later sections. And I totally agree with that, that there's almost too much here in some cases. I feel like maybe there, maybe some things could have been, removed or pared down a little bit just to kind of make the whole experience slightly less sprawling uh and and what's here is good i'm I'm not saying that like anything feels lazy or tacked on or or anything like that i just think that it's it's almost too much in in some ways and maybe that's not such a downer for everybody it was for me a little bit, and I don't think it's just because I managed my time poorly and had to kind of cram the last section. I love these games, and I have loved the ones that I've played so far, and I, I, I really like this one a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. I think my, my ultimate recommendation is if you have enjoyed the Yakuza games thus far, then this one is definitely worth your time. Just probably either set aside some time for it, like some significant time, or make peace with the fact that you're going to be playing this for a long time and maybe just... I, I, you don't necessarily have to take notes, but, you know, maybe maybe have a wiki that you can get to if you do forget what happened or who that guy is or who these seven villains are that are all talking to each other and they all have similar last names. Um, yeah, you know, just... Uh, this was after back. Alan Wake did the previously on gag in a game so they could have done that couldn't they that would have actually been true that Mm. is true but you know it's they didn't so it's uh (laughs) it's it's on us to (laughs) remind ourselves of what happened 50 hours of gameplay ago the last time we saw kiryu so um you know if you're cool with that then absolutely play yakuza 5 um if you're not cool with that this might not 
be your game, but then Yakuza might not be your series anyway. So I don't even know if you've made it this far, but um, <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I liked it and um, I recommend it with a few caveats. Thanks, Leah. Let's finish with Brian. Yeah, I Leah and my sentiments about Yakuza will not surprise anybody that they're very, very similar. Um, Weird. And, yeah, I know. Super odd. <laughs> uh, the, the thing that I, the only thing I think can contribute at this point is that this is Yakuza 5, and as Leah said, I don't think it's a great place to enter the franchise. Um, this is this would have been the seventh Yakuza game that, uh, or excuse me, eighth Yakuza game, if you can use judgment, that I've that I completed up to this point. Um, and you'd think that I'd be tired of the style, you know, I'd be tired of the interaction, sub stories being fairly similar in their tone and combat being very similar. Save save Yakuza like a dragon, uh, number seven, which changed it up. A- everything. Not a lot changes from game to game, as Leon said, and all those criticisms that that Leon that you gave for the game, I are, I mean, not only are they valid because they're yours, but I I don't disagree with necessarily any of them. I just they don't hit me in the same way. And I was thinking about this a lot because, you know, I finished this game, and it's not my favorite in the series, but I think it's very good. I, I doesn't hit the highs of zero or four or or like a dragon for me, but it does all those yakuza things that I love so well. I was so. Yakuza, to me, is not about the combat. It's not about uh, a weird thing that happens here and there. It's about those moments of those four guys sitting around that prison cell, and he's having the fantasy of when he was on the street, and Saijima's, like, living it out in this weird blue, black and white haze and (laughs) walking around. It's about about that that story told about Shinada on the rooftop. Um, It's about those, the moments of watching Haruka just, like, be determined to, to do this thing that you're not even quite sure that she wants, and... It, there are moments of these games that feel so human to me and resonate with ways that I've felt and walls that I felt I've come up against in this ridiculous setting of this fantasy, this fantasy crime world that clearly doesn't actually exist. I it manages to resonate with me just continuously, and 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 five was more of the same for that. And I, I it it's hard to just it's hard to put into words what this franchise has turned out to mean to me because. You know, I played this game and I beat it and I spent 61 hours with it. And I'm, I'm messaging everybody except Mikhail, obviously, <laughs> about how long it is. Um, Completely out I'm of telling the everybody being like, oh, th- this, you know, this game's long. Just, you know, give yourself some time. And then I play a couple short games. I play Dragon's Crown. I play Guacamelee for the show. And then the next game I pick up after that is Like a Dragon Ishin because it comes out. And I'm currently 30 oh, yeah. hours into that <laughs> doing every side thing I can and Feudal being chicken engaged with, with every aspect of the game I can these games for whatever reason it's those wonderful moments where you feel like a game was meant with you or made with you in mind like like they were mm. sitting around with a whiteboard with my name on it and saying what would he like to play and <laughs> yeah. that's that's such such a cool creepy feeling. mini and, games yeah, yeah exactly yeah I'd, apparently not golf which I did look up and I now know where it is it is in Yakuza 5 uh. I'm go back and play it um but yeah it, it's 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 really neat to feel that way to be energized about a game so if I if I talk about these things and it seems hyperbolic it's it's not I'm not putting that on. It, that's what these games mean to me. It's what they've become to me. So um, yeah. I think that because of my enthusiasm that I probably do see past some of those faults, maybe give them more of a pass than, than I would in an, another IP, another game I didn't that didn't resonate with me as hard. And, and that's and that's yeah. tough to separate. And because I because my, my criticism of this game is I think the story is to call it convoluted, I think, is a compliment like it, this story is off the rails. <laughs> it, it is. By the end, I I had no idea who was who and who was doing what and for why and 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 I had to go back to my own notes and look up story guides to kind of figure it all out. 
and the the final boss battle I thought was was real bad. I used every one of my health items and everything, yet I still walked away from this game with a smile on my face. So I think you know by now if you like the Yakuza games, but I'm playing like a Dragonetian right now, and frankly, I can't wait to get to the end of the year so I can have another reason to play six and just get back into it and that is why uh we try to finish on a more positive comment and start with the the more negative because isn't that much nicer i wish i felt as brian did but anyway you can't like everything right it remains for me leon to thank brian leah michiel and new editor rich for stitching this one together long game long show sorry about that rich Uh, Thank you all to our correspondents as well and to you for listening. Next time, in issue 561, it's one of those games where you realise you've been saying it wrong your entire life. I've been saying parodious, but it's not parodious, is it? Because it's parody, so it's parodious. Anyway, we're covering the parodious series in the next... Podcast. You just had to drop that on me out of nowhere. You didn't. You didn't get that either, right? <laughs> no, I was a parodious. <laughs> we'll discuss it next week. 